Hello, everybody. We are reading from Philippians chapter 1, verses uh, 3 through 10, and Abby is also in the background. 3 through 11. 11. Um, and this is Paul's uh, opening letter to uh, from prison. He is writing from prison uh, to the church in Philippi, uh, which is a church that is doing decently well. Pretty well. Uh, this is a really famous book because it talks so much about rejoicing and joy. Um, and uh, here we just see him start with such a warm greeting where he is so excited to write to them that he's thanking God um, for them, always in prayer for them. Uh, and he's thanking God for them, right? Not just the circumstances around him, but he's really thanking God for the relationship in which he is able to have with uh, these believers in Philippi. Uh-huh. And... Uh, you might think, like, this is interesting. It doesn't really talk about, you know, the birth of Jesus per se. But we do know that um, when we look at Jesus, we look at the wholeness and the fullness of a, his life, which is not just his birth, but also his return. Uh, and I think there's a huge element here, which is Paul understands that the reason why he can rejoice in this relationship uh, is in verse 7, that they are all partakers with me of grace. Um, and that's so in his imprisonment, no matter where, whatever his circumstances are, that that grace is still present mm-hmm. and uniting them. And I think that that's a huge thing when we see the incarnation of Jesus, right? We see the unity of heaven and earth uh, in, a, in this baby boy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as Paul talks about uh, what it means to grow in that grace and that affection to approve what is excellent, to be filled with the fruit of righteousness. You know, we have this idea sometimes as Christians that we've got our Christian card and then we're done, right? We got our membership, we're in, that's it. And that picture of being in and yet growing in, mm-hmm. I think is so clearly seen in a baby, Jesus coming as a baby. Yeah, and I also think that on the odd, the flip side, some of us think that we need to earn our way mm. to get our Christian card, right? We need to uh, <clears throat> do good things, be good people, and yet we are not, you know, growing in the fruit of righteousness because of our works, but it's through Jesus Christ. It's we we will grow in sanctification through grace, not through works. And his. Paul's prayer here then in verse 9, that your love may abound more and more. I think that's a great thing to meditate on this Christmas, which is the love of the gospel that we share, that we show, is it abounding more and more. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times we start where Paul starts in verse 3, the remembrance. Um, Christmas, Thanksgiving, you know, we remember these things. Easter. Um, And we're like, cool, I'm back, right? Like, I'm, I'm back. Um, But hopefully that remembrance and repentance will then turn into abounding more in love. That this wouldn't be a Christmas like last year's Christmas. That this would be a Christmas that you have more people to love because of your evangelism and your community and your witness. And you love them better because of your transformation in the gospel. Yes, and just to emphasize what Jason said, like... Because of transformation that comes through the gospel, not from works we do, but really from just knowing more and more of who Christ is, right? That we are full of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ, and then through him we will also be pure and blameless for that future day, you know? And all of this is for his glory and to his praise. And so I hope that this um, really comes from our love of Jesus and knowing him more and more this Christmas season.